Hey guys, I just wanted to jump um, on quick before this starts. <laughs> I am currently editing and listening to this and I'm like, wow, what a great representation of what it's like to live inside of my head. Uh, it is messy, chaotic, <laughs> disorganized. Um, I lose track of my thoughts all the time and it's it's a lot. And so just bear with me as I am like, explaining to you what I'm currently going through and how I'm trying to process it as I'm trying to process it. So just a quick disclaimer, it's a bit messy, sloppy, disorganized, um, but it's real and raw and exactly how I'm trying to process and explain things right now. So being gentle with myself and understanding that. So thank you and enjoy. Let's grow together. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to From the Roots Up podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I wanted to start today's episode by thanking everyone for listening and tuning in to my first episode. It was a little bit of a long one, um, but I'm grateful for everybody who has listened and given me feedback, willing to go on this journey with me, and to grow with me, and to just hear my story and how I have become the person that I am today. So thank you very much. As I said in the last episode, um, I gave a little teaser. This episode is going to be getting into everything that I have experienced in this last year. And this last year for me has been the most pivotal year of my life, probably. Um, Lots of learning experiences. I've grown a lot. There's just been a lot of change in this last year, and it has been amazing at times, and other times it has been not great, and it has been really difficult for me. And I will just be talking about all of what went into that and how I've kind of navigated through all of that. So without further ado, let's grow together. So I'm going to start from the beginning and I do want to give a bit of a trigger warning. This is going to talk about um, a little bit of depression, anxiety, eating disorders, um, trauma. So we're going to be digging deep. There's been a lot with this last year. So just maybe don't listen if that's something that's going to trigger you. But um, yes, I just wanted to give that warning. So about this time last year, um, I was experiencing some really weird symptoms with my gut And I had decided to go see a naturopathic doctor. And the first appointment, she immediately gave me a test for something that I had never heard of. (laughs) And it was this crazy test that I had could only eat like chicken and rice the day for 24 hours before I took the test. And no seasonings, nothing at all, like very, very bland diet. And then I had to fast and then um, 
pretty much like breathe into these tubes. And it was like a three hour testing period. Um, and what it tested for was SIBO. And what that stands for is small intestinal bacterial bacteria overgrowth. And I then got diagnosed with SIBO. And so to kind of go into what it is, it occurs when there is an abnormal increase in the overall bacterial population in the small intestine. Um, There's particular types of bacteria that are not commonly found in that part of the digestive tract. And so I found out that I just had different bacteria in my small intestine, and that's going to cause like bloating, um, constipation or diarrhea, um, loss of appetite, nausea, malnutrition. Um, For someone who takes or like tries very hard to eat healthy foods so that I can be fueling my body in the right way. And I think the year before that, I had really been trying to learn and change my lifestyle in that way um, and learn more about nutrition and how I can feed my body in the proper ways to then find out that those like vitamins and those minerals and everything that I was eating, my body wasn't absorbing all of that. It would really just go straight through my body. So I was exhausted all of the time. My body just wasn't getting the nutrients that it needs from those foods. And so that part was really, really frustrating for me. And when I like got my results back, that's really when uh, my SIBO had been the worst. So I went back to see this naturopathic doctor and she went through of like what it is, how we treat it, how it's going to look moving forward. And she gave me a bunch of herbs and supplements to take for like one to two months. And then that was like three times a day. It was a very, there was like six pills that I had to take and some of them in the morning, some of them at night. It was a lot to keep track of. And it kind of made me go crazy to keep track of all of the pills that I had to take. Um, And then once I had healed it and like got it better, I had to take another one of those tests and we found out that I had healed it. So then the hardest part was to then like implement a nutritional lifestyle to, is that like the kind of the right word? Like the right diet. Um, so that I could keep this um, SIBO away and not have it come back. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. She showed me uh, like three pages of a PDF file of this diet that I had to get onto. And so I studied it. We talked about it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I started it and the first phase of the diet was like a big cleanse detox type of uh, diet and for anybody who knows me over the years I've I hate diets I hate restricting myself I am like 
eat whatever you want because the more you restrain yourself from something, that just means like you're going to eat it and you're going to binge it. So like I've gone times where like I don't eat sugar and like I just keep craving it because I'm restricting my body of that sugar and then I get a hold of it and I eat like a massive bag of Starburst or something and that's just like not healthy. So I hate diets. I hate like restricting myself and restrict like just eat whatever you want. That's what I believe, but there's a good balance and it's about changing your lifestyle instead of eating brownies all day. Like start finding a switch that works for you to get your apples or like your veggies and fruits in. Um, So I went on this very restricted diet and I'm not kidding you. It was very restrictive. This diet said I could only eat 10 almonds a day. I could eat one stick of asparagus. I could eat um, unlimited cucumbers, carrots, and celery. Um, Pretty much no carbs at all. I couldn't eat beans. I couldn't eat certain spices and sauces. It was a very bland and I went into it very eager. I was like, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get through this. And day one was fine. I was like, yep, this is cool. Like just eating veggies, like this will be worth it. Just one week, it'll be fine. And then like three days in, I realized how exhausted I was because I was restricting myself of really good like foods and even like the amount of foods, like to only be able to eat one asparagus stick. And I think it was like one fourth cup of broccoli. And I like, it was a ridiculous diet. And I failed the diet. I restricted myself so much that I got to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starving myself. I can't focus. I can't stay awake. I was so fatigued and exhausted. It was awful. Um, So I was like, screw this. This is not worth the exhaustion that I am experiencing and how like I can't even hold up a conversation because I am fatiguing my body. Um, And then so moving forward, I wanted to be more mindful of the foods I was eating and more mindful of the foods that they say like to stay away from. So it was like, I can't eat apples. I can't eat beans, carbs. I couldn't eat, but I'm, I love carbs, so I don't (laughs) restrict those. Um, But there were certain things that I like, they were like, okay, you can like stay away from these for the rest of your life. And so I try to stay like mindful of that and try to just eat better uh, towards that diet. And what I noticed is that it really brought me into a restricted eating disorder that really consumed my everyday thought of what I was going to eat, how I was going to like, how I was going to feel after that. Am I going to be full enough from what I'm eating? I was really looking at ingredient labels, like very intensely it really consumed my life and I realized that it got to a very unhealthy place. And even now I kind of catch myself um, 
doing that, but I've definitely gotten to a better place. And after that, I ate like anything and everything. And so it's really just like, that's why I've never liked diets because it's a certain stage of your, like of a period of time that you restrict yourself. And then once you're done with the diet, you just like go and binge everything that you can. And so I just don't believe that diets are effective in that way. Um, and that's exactly what I did. I, after that, I ate all of the carbs. I ate everything that I could get my hands on. I didn't care. And so it just got super unhealthy for me. And I tried to see a dietitian, my doctor, a bunch of different doctors, and they just really like ignored me and did not help me. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to like figure this out on my own. So that was that. And then I slowly, um, for people who know me, I've struggled with migraines for the last like eight or nine years of my life. I was in a car accident in high school and got a severe concussion that led me on bed rest for two weeks about. Um, I immediately started getting migraines right after that, really, really bad ones, like every single day. And then in college, they went away. I would only get them about three to, um, sorry, once a month, and they would last three to five days um, of that month. And so they got better. They weren't every day like I had experienced them before. And then last year, they had started up again. Every single day, debilitating, awful migraines. And so to go into that is what really triggered a lot of this for me. It was exhausting. Um, I really had to isolate myself from social events and friends and family because I could not do anything. I would, I just wanted to lay in bed all day because even getting up and looking at light hurt my head. Um, and during that time I had started a full-time job. I moved up to the cities. Um, I got in a new relationship. So it was a lot to navigate and I was just trying to start my adult life and my migraines were really holding me back from enjoying life in the cities and being a 22, 23 year old and having a social life. I found myself just going to my job, barely making it through a, a work day, going home and being so exhausted and in so much pain that I just went straight to bed afterwards. Um, so I really started to isolate myself. Um, Noticed that I started losing my friends and really put a toll on my mental health. And I didn't realize after seeing so many doctors, I was seeing probably, I was going to doctors three to four days a week. I was seeing neurologists, I was seeing physical therapists, chiropractors, um, my primary doctor, you name it, I, my family and I were doing everything we could to help relieve these migraines. And in that time, I was also trying new medications. And if you know me, I am not huge on starting medications. I have a very obsessive and addictive personality, um, as you could kind of maybe tell from the diet of SIBO that I went through. Like, I got very obsessive about it. Um, so I've always been and tried to be aware of the medicines that I go on 
and even my primary uh, knows not to give me intense medications um, because it just is not uh, ideal for me. And so I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I need to try medications. Um, And even in like the insurance world, they don't approve anything like any treatments further if you don't if you haven't tried medications. So my next step was to really suck it up and get on medications for my migraines. And I had tried multiple medications. And there was one that I had tried. It my neurologist told me that it would treat my migraines and then as well treat my anxiety. And so I went on it. I was like, yeah, that's great. Like that sounds like a great medication. It's kind of like an SSRI. Um, So I went on it and I just started to notice my anxiety getting a whole lot worse. Um, And my appetite, I was not eating. So after a little while on that medication, because I had to give it a bit to kind of get in my system and do its work, after a while, I was like, yeah, no, I can't take this anymore. Um, so I went off of it. And, you know, this whole time, looking back at this period of my life, I realized how depressed and anxious I was. But in that time, I had no idea that my mental health um, was affecting me so much. I think I was in such in a place in my life where I was going through so much change, navigating a new relationship, um, moving back up to the cities and starting a full-time job. It was a lot of change and I just didn't prioritize my mental health because I was so focused on so many physical illnesses of myself with SIBO and migraines. Um, So I just did not prioritize my mental health, which really isn't like me. I really just put it on a back burner and didn't do anything to take care of my mental health. Um, So I was not aware of how depressed and anxious I really was in the time. But looking back, I regret not being aware of that. But not regret because I don't like – I don't believe in regretting or I don't like – regretting anything. I just, I was doing the best that I could at the time. And unfortunately that was just being so consumed by my physical health, unfortunately. Um, so I really just isolated with my, isolated myself because of my migraines. I would go to work, go to my doctor's appointments, go home and go to sleep. I wasn't seeing my friends, um, The only person I felt comfortable hanging out with was my boyfriend because he's seen me in that much pain with my migraines. And so I was comfortable just like hanging out with him and going to sleep and whatnot. Um, So he was really the only person that I hung out with during that time. So it was really hard to see myself in that place where I was isolating myself and I was losing my friends because... I was entering adulthood and it was everything that I had been waiting for. I was starting my full-time job. I was finally like out of my parents' house again on my own, living up in the cities. I had that boyfriend that was 
truly amazing and treated me the way that I had always wanted to be. And I truly thought I was falling in love with this person. So I was just living my life and completely kind of disregarded how the things that I was going through, how they were affecting me. And I didn't really process everything in the right way that I should have. But I was doing the best that I could with everything that I was dealing with and um, going through. So I just continued to live my life. I eventually got the treatment that I had been praying for and wanting for my migraines. I got my SIBO somewhat under control with my current, like just living my life um, and being just more mindful of what I was consuming and what things would help and flare it up and whatnot. But I was also in this full-time job that I I have no, I had never been in a full-time job before. And so just learning what it's like, what to expect from a full-time job and like an employer and everything and working like an eight to five is exhausting. I never really understood when people said like they didn't have time for anything else. Um, but working a full-time job, I understood that and how hard it was to get to the gym after work and just simply take care of yourself and cook dinner after work. And it just was a job that I wasn't happy doing and it wasn't my ideal job, but I know that they say like the first job out of college isn't going to be like your dream job. And so I just kept that in mind and I just stayed. Um, But I just got to a point where I was extremely depressed and I felt like I had no purpose in my work, which means a lot to me. I need to feel like I'm having an impact. And I was, but not in the way that I wanted to. And I wanted to feel like I had a purpose. And what I feel like my purpose in this world is, is helping people live healthier lifestyles, sharing my passion for health and wellness, and sharing my story, um, exactly what I'm doing right now, and is why I became a personal trainer, because weightlifting and having an active lifestyle changed my life. Um, So I just got to a point where I was exhausted of being depressed at a job that I didn't feel like I had purpose at. So when that time came, it came at a really bad time when everything else kind of came crashing down, in my opinion. I, my boyfriend and I had broken up. I had quit my job. And that was when like everything had hit me and how I just, I realized that I hadn't been processing everything that I had been going through and how the last year of my life, there was so much change. And the funny thing is, is my primary doctor had been telling me since the beginning of the year in February to like go see a therapist. And I just wasn't in a place where I felt like I needed it. Because like I said, I put my mental health on the back burner. What I was so worried about was my physical health. And I let that consume my life. And I realized how big of a mistake that was. It consumed and 
affected my relationships and my relationship with myself. And I just, I look back and my heart breaks because I wasn't the person that I have worked so hard to be um, as being a huge mental health advocate throughout my college years and then coming to a place where I put my mental health completely on the back burner. It, It breaks my heart because I had worked so hard. I had done the work to constantly know every single day what I was working toward and who I was working towards um, and the person that I wanted to become. And and so I had just completely lost sight of that. And it was just a weird time for me to process everything and accept that, you know, and just be gentle with myself because I was doing the best that I could during that time. Um, was it the way that I have, would have wanted it? Absolutely not because I lost a lot of friends. Um, it impacted my romantic relationship and that I never really I, – I, of course, I didn't want that to happen. And I wish I could have been a better person for those people in my life at that time. But – Ultimately, I have to give myself grace because I was doing the best that I could while I was in so much physical pain that it was holding me back to do so much in my life. So it just, I, after all of that, quitting my job, breaking up, I had hit rock bottom. You know, the breakup was extremely hard for me. Um, I thought I had truly met the person. He was everything that I had prayed for or who I thought I had, like, wanted. Um, He was my best friend and he was just my first real adult relationship. So I was learning what that looked like. Um, And sorry if you can hear my dogs in the background. (laughs) Uh, So that heartbreak was the first really big and real heartbreak for me. And I'm still navigating through that and trying to process and accept all of it. But I think I've gotten to a better point right now Um, of accepting it and knowing that there's more ahead of me, but I got to the point where I didn't believe that there was anybody else out there for me. And I, I did not want to accept that I was losing this person. And if you do know me, I struggle with a massive fear of abandonment. And I didn't realize it throughout the last, like navigating through this break breakup that I was dealing with my fear of abandonment which I will go through, go more into um, a little bit later. But I will go more into how I realized I was going through a little bit of fear of abandonment and how my fear of abandonment made me completely lose myself in this breakup and um, being so scared to lose someone who I loved so much and who I thought I would spend my life with. And I mean, breakups are never easy. And especially once you get to your adult life and you do life with that person, um, it's not easy. And I mean, nothing can explain the amount of pain and hurt that you go through um, breaking up with somebody who you truly fell in love with. So that breakup really opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And then I was learning how how much my anxiety was 
driving this relationship and my fear of abandonment. And so once I hit that rock bottom where I didn't, I got to days where I, I felt so dead that I was like, what's the point of even living at this point? Because I have nothing to live for. Um, I was unemployed, recently broken up with. I was just lost and I was learning all of these things about myself. I was being hard on myself for the person that I wasn't during this this last year. And so I was just being too hard on myself and it was really difficult. I hit rock bottom and that's when I like looked at myself and I was like, okay, I know I'm better than this. I'm not going to let depression do this to me and I'm going to go and get help. So that is when I found my therapist who is now my absolute best friend. I couldn't ask for a better therapist right now. Um, I see her once a week, but if there's weeks that I'm struggling a little bit more, like last week, I knew it was going to be a bit of a tough week for me. So I saw her Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You know, the days that you see your therapist, I feel like are the best days. Even today, I saw my therapist, and I'm just feeling great. And I wish that I could see my therapist every single day, in my opinion, just because she's like, I tell everybody, she's just like my secret best friend that I have. And, and even now I find myself closing myself off to other people in my life. And when I'm going through or like having a hard day, I'm like, I just want to talk to my therapist (laughs) and see, starting to see that therapist. That's when I started to learn a whole lot about myself. She opened my eyes to a lot. And that's when I like, that's when I realized that I wasn't who I wanted to be this last year and who I wanted to be in the future and all of that. So that's when I started sharing more stuff on Instagram with my mental health and what I had gone through this last year. And that's where I got the idea to start this podcast. And honestly, there's so much to say. (laughs) Um, I'm getting lost up in my story, but I started to rediscover myself. I'm like, you know, this breakup sucks, but now this is time to really invest in myself. Like, why did I put my mental health on the back burner? Um, Why did I completely lose myself in this relationship? Um, Why did I stop seeing my family so much? And why did I stop focusing so much on what I value and what gives me life and happiness um, this last year? Like, just really sitting with everything and that's when I came up with like my six pillars of independence, relationships, authenticity, health and wellness, um, all of those six pillars. And over this time, I have learned more over the last three months, I have learned more about myself than I have probably in my entire life. And that's with help of my therapist and just the time that I've had alone uh, to reflect. Um, And I have to think being unemployed for that, I've really had to sit with my emotions and my feelings and my thoughts to process everything and journal things out and really do the work. Um, So that's when I started getting into podcasts. I 
wanted to learn more about myself, my health, my relationships, how I could give more in my relationships, what a real relationship looks like, um, and what I can look for in my future relationship and how I can change how I am in my relationships so that I can have the relationship that I have prayed for since I was a little girl. Um, So I started journaling. I started listening to podcasts. I opened up about my story to people close to me and on my Instagram. Um, That's what just made me feel better during that time was sharing my story um, and getting just back to my roots of who I am and who I want to become. And I've noticed that I've been reaching out to new people that I'm like, I want to be your friend. I want to get to know you better. Um, So I've been doing that for myself. And like I said, just taking time to sit with everything, my feelings, my heartbreak, my emotions, my loneliness, um, and enjoying learning to be okay with being alone and just sitting by myself for a day. And I've been so lucky to have been able to come home during this time as well and spend a lot of time with my family Um, help my sister move, watch her get engaged, um, and just live how I used to and just really dive into this time of growth and learning and just finding myself again. And therapy has been a huge part of that. So I'm going to go into um, therapy and how that's helped me. I starting therapy, it always gets worse before it gets better because you are digging up a lot. And even right now, I'm learning so much about my past and how it's affected me growing up um, and who I am today that I never really thought about. Um, Growing up with divorced parents and how that has portrayed in my life and who I am. And The biggest thing that I'm still learning and processing is, like I said, I was introduced to trauma. I never thought of myself as someone who had experienced trauma in my life. And my therapist kind of had to sit down and was like, that was, that experience was a trauma for you. Like you're, and you didn't process it effectively. And so it's still affecting you to this day. Like my parents getting divorced and having to go house to house. It's not my parents' fault at all. It's just something, it's it's so normal these days and it's something that you have to process. And I never really processed it. I mean, my parents got divorced when I was one years old. How am I supposed to process it? Growing up, I thought it was so normal. And now I'm just learning about that and processing. I'm really just diving into my past and processing everything. I keep saying processing, <laughs> but it, that's what it is. I am, I truly am processing every little detail in my life and processing that I've had trauma and I'm actually currently experiencing trauma to the point where like my therapist will ask me like what happened this last week and I can't tell her a single thing because my body is making me forget what I experienced to protect myself. And she just has to explain like that's such a normal thing with someone experiencing trauma. And 
how you can't do certain things because of the trauma that you're experiencing. And for my family's sake, I won't go further into that trauma because it is still something that we're dealing with. But I think my family is now understanding how that's affected me. And um, I can only hope that they also process what we're going through as well and see a therapist and take care of themselves during this time because that's extremely important. So, and I mean, even my therapist and I haven't been able to completely process the trauma that I'm going through because I'm still going through it. So once I've kind of gotten through it, that's when we're going to sit down and process it and um, do the work so that I can heal from it properly. And so I have just learned a lot. I, I it's how like I, I I can't even explain it. Like I'm learning so much about my depression and my anxiety and my upbringing and how it's affected me today. And I never realized the things in my past, like how they they have affected me. And so the whole processing, like I'm processing how I'm processing things in my past still as a 23 year old, you know, it, 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 (laughs) that sounds complicated, but it truly is of like, oh, I have to process these things that I went through when I was three years old. Okay. How do I process that? (laughs) Like, um, so I'm honestly just extremely grateful to be having like to have a therapist right now who's so available to me. Um, if I just need to have like a quick zoom call with her and kind of help me just get through the day, um, that's what it takes to just get me through the day. And she has been a big part of getting me through this heartbreak and knowing that there's so much more to me than this person who I had in my life and that there is a future ahead of me and somebody else that will come into my life. So that's been a huge role in how I've accepted and how I've been trying to move on from this relationship that was for like once my whole life and someone who I thought I would spend my life with. And so and just like looking at what were my errors in the relationship and how how do I want to improve that so that I can attract the person who I have so desperately prayed for ever since I was a little girl. So that is pretty much my last year. It's a lot and I feel like I was all over the place. It's hard to explain my last year when so much happened at once and um i'm still processing everything yet too and just how to like explain it to people when i can't fully understand it myself is a little bit weird but um honestly if there's like further questions or how i can help somebody um maybe going through something similar or i'm always open to that i'm sharing what I have done. I've really immersed myself in podcasts and books and journaling and just self-help, taking care of myself right now. The efforts that I put into my last relationship, I am putting into the relationship with myself because at the end of the day, the most important relationship with your in your life is the one that you have with yourself. And that's what I'm learning is there have been days that I'm like, I cannot live in my head. It is 
awful. The things that go in my head, like go through my head are awful. Like how do I live with myself? And so repairing that relationship, learning to not be so hard on myself in these down times and giving myself grace during this really difficult time and accepting my past and working towards a better future for myself and learning that I may have made mistakes, but I can put the effort into my future to not make those mistakes again. And that's something that's really helped me through right now is I've made a lot of mistakes this last year and I wish I could change them, but I can't. But I can do the work right now to prevent those mistakes in the future. And so it's a constant fight for me every day to become a better version of myself for myself and for everybody in my life. I I once got out of bed for the sole purpose of impacting the lives around me and having having a positive impact, not just impacting, having a positive impact even if it was just my mom, like not just my mom, but my mom for the day, like having something positive to uplift her for the day. And that is, that was my purpose at one point. And just getting back to that and how I thrive so much off of other people and helping other people, but also knowing that I have to do that for myself too. So it's been a lot and I may have missed some pieces and maybe I can have another podcast about it and I probably will once I have gotten through this stage, but I wanted to open up about it as I'm going through it right now and today I felt good enough to talk about it, Um, but other days there had been days that I was crying, just having a really hard time accepting and processing everything that I've gone through. But like I said, the days that I see my therapist are the best and when I feel my best. So um, I figured I'd have good luck getting through this podcast today. So, and yeah, once I get through everything, I can have another podcast um, talking about everything from a different point of view, I'm sure. But like I said, I want to share my story as I go through it and how, how I'm processing and getting through it because there's no story of people going through in the present moment. I feel like so many people years later, they're like, yeah, I went through this and this is how I went through it. And it's not always like, I feel like you can't, like that's a whole different viewpoint of it. Um, I'm going to have a different viewpoint now than I am next year at this time when I'm, I've processed everything and I'm over this heartbreak and I've ha- I have a full-time job that I'm happy at, I hope. And so that's going to be a whole different viewpoint. So that was the whole point of me sharing my story because I'm currently going through it. And so just being raw and real and authentic with my story um, and showing that some days are hard and some days I don't want to get out of bed and some days I truly feel I just I look at myself and I'm like I feel dead because there was a very big period of time where I felt so numb to emotion and things in my life I couldn't find a single thing that made me happy or sad that could make me cry or make me smile and that's normal and then I have days where I am on cloud nine I am like yes I have things to live for I feel purpose I am so happy there are better things coming in my future. And I see that light at the end of the tunnel. But again, there are days where I am stuck in that dark tunnel and 
I don't even have the motivation to take a step forward to try to find that light at the end of the tunnel. So that's why I share that's why I share my current story as I'm going through it and I hope that it can help maybe one person. Um and I just want to make it clear that I don't at all blame my relationship for what I've gone through, obviously, and for completely losing sight of who I am. A lot went into that, like graduating college and trying to navigate through entering adulthood and my physical and mental illnesses at the time. Uh, I will always be grateful that this person entered my life and I will only ever have love for him. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out, which happens to a lot of us. That is also just a piece of the puzzle that led me to having to put in the work to rediscover myself and where I'm heading in my life. It led to the self-reflection and having to learn what I want and look for in a relationship and letting go of the expectations I've always had growing up and the coping skills that I've had and the beliefs that I've had. Um, As hard as it has been this last year, I'm extremely grateful for this time to become more self-aware and heal myself from my past. Uh, This time is exactly what I needed to heal and set myself up for the future that I want. This is all a part of my story and I'm at the end of the day I'm extremely grateful for it even on the days that I am crying and on the bathroom floor not understanding why it has to be this way and why I had to lose such a special person in my life and um, why God is doing this in my life. And, but I ultimately put my trust in him and that he has more to my story. Um, During this time, I've really had to challenge my beliefs, my thoughts, my actions, and how I was living my life versus how I do want to live my life. I've listened to podcasts uh, that have helped me understand more of what I'm going through with my anxiety, my depression, and trauma. I've had to really sit and just write for hours of what I feel, why I feel that way, and what I can do to help myself. I push myself to get out of my comfort zone and try new things and meet new people and spark up conversations with people that I'm like, I want to be friends with you. Um, I've read many books to help me just feel hope. Um, that was the biggest part of this last, like last couple of months was feeling hope for my future that God has more to my story. Um, and just hearing other people's stories to know that there is more to life and to educate myself on what I do want from the relationships in my life, friendships, romantic relationships, the relationships with my family and friends. And I've learned that you have to set boundaries and you have to communicate your expectations and what you're looking for and how you want to live your life. Like the people have to understand you to be able to give that to you and so that you can give that to them back. You have to have your own back before you have anybody else's. Um, I have truly just never gone so deep into this process. It's really hard to even wrap my own head around it and to kind of explain the resources and the things that I've done. Um, That was the main thing that I wanted to share was just like the things that I've done and it has really just 
been going through the motions and giving myself grace. That has been the biggest thing. I even caught myself last week or when I released my first episode of like, wow, this is so sloppy. Like it's not great. But I'm like, this is all a part of my journey. Uh, Give myself grace. Like we all have to start somewhere and we're all here listening to this podcast to hopefully grow. And that's my purpose for this is to grow. Um, So just reminding myself of that and that's exactly why I got the tattoo that I have to give myself that grace and to understand and to remind myself every day that I want to grow and whatever that may look like that day maybe it's forcing myself to get up off of the bathroom floor and wipe off my tears and shower for the first time in a week and just getting ready for the day when I have nothing to get ready for and it's actually preparing a healthy meal when I hadn't eaten anything for weeks. I lost a lot of weight. I even just saw my doctor the other day and she was like, you have lost a lot of weight. You you could gain a couple more pounds. Like my diet has been whack and so it's It's just learning in this process and growing and doing what I can. And I know I'm going to look back on this time and know that I deserve better for myself or there's things that I could have been done, like I could have done differently. But right now in this time, I'm doing what I can do. And some days that's letting myself be sad for a day. And then the next day, picking myself up, go to the gym go see friends, start conversations, go shopping, and just doing things that make me feel alive and happy, buying coffee, because, I mean, that's the one thing that I've learned is I've always been so strict on my financial, like, the money that I spend, and the one thing that, like, keeps me happy is spending that $5 on a coffee, and that is, like, my happy moment of the day and what I look forward to. So it's just spending that extra money. And I've found a smoothie bowl place in the cities that I love. So I treat myself after therapy sessions and it, my head just like goes a million miles an hour. I wish I could clearly explain it and have people understand, but I guess that's not always going to be the case. So I under, like, I understand that, but I am in the process of truly reinventing a new version of myself and understanding that and giving myself grace through this time. So saying that I am extremely grateful for the people who have entered my life, who have stayed in my life, and as hard as it is, the person that left my life, like that was what I needed to be where I am today. And as heartbreaking as that is, um, losing someone is never easy, but it's sometimes the thing that you need to become who you need to become for yourself. So um, that's my story of the last year. And please, if you have any questions, shoot them in my DMs. I can always do another episode on further questions that you had or going deeper into the resources that I've had, the books that I've read, the podcasts that I've listened to, um, the 
journal prompts that I've done and like I've done workbooks I purchased off of Amazon and just like even supplements like I am taking a high dose of vitamin D right now <laughs> like um so feel free to ask questions and thank you all so much for listening this is my story I love you all I will see you next time bye bye